welcome to Entrepreneur Decoded, the show which reveals the habits, fears, failures, and joys of today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. Now, here's your host, Simon Sander. Let's get into the show. Today's featured guest is Mike O'Hagan. Welcome, Mike. Thank you, Simon. Great to be here. Mike is serial entrepreneur, speaker, author, and consultant. Mike is most known for starting Minimovers with only $20 in his pocket. He grew the business to 500 employees with $28 million in yearly turnover. Now he travels the world sharing unique insights about business growth models. Mike, take a minute to fill in some gaps from the intro and give us a little glimpse to your personal life. Uh, born in a little country called New Zealand um, on a dairy farm, so I'm a little farming boy. And that gave me a big sense of common sense, I think, uh, uh, a big dose of common sense in my life. Um, uh, then uh, left school at the age of 14. It was uh, by agreement of my headmaster and my father at the time. Uh, suggested that I should leave, which was probably a good thing, and uh, I did an apprenticeship as an electrician, uh, Sparky. Uh, then moved on to Australia, uh, where I moved around and did a uh, whole lot of jobs for about 10 years. And at the age of 28, I started my first real business, which was buying and selling things, um, which evolved into uh, some second-hand shops. And from there, uh, I ended up being a slave for my business, and we'll come back to that later, I suppose, but a real slave to my business, working seven days a week and all that sort of thing. And I decided, and already at the age of 34, became what I believe was an entrepreneur, when I sort of saw the light that what you want to do is earn a lot of money and not have to work. So I uh, I started experimenting and trying things and ended up with mini movers. And today I live in Manila uh, and in Brisbane, Australia, share my time between them, operating, I think, about six businesses in four different countries. Six businesses in four different countries. I love that. Uh, Mike, I want to jump into our first topic. Uh, could you tell me, as an entrepreneur, what is the one thing that you do that you feel has been the biggest contributor to successes so far? Uh, I, I try lots of things, and uh, most things I try don't work, but those things that do work, I do more. And, and I think that's the secret juice to everything that we do. Uh, it's not about sitting down and coming up with one bright idea and building a business plan and executing the plan. Uh, it's about trying lots of ideas. And inside those uh, ideas, we're going like mini movers and uh, today, uh, still a lot of experimenting going on. It's particularly marketing. It's continuously experimenting, continuously trying new things, uh, testing them, measuring them. And um, the majority don't work, but those that do work, we do more. Simple as that. Yeah, I love that philosophy, uh, giving and not expecting anything in return, Mike. Yeah, look, I, I, I think we go through life from opportunity to opportunity. And I think the way to, to, to expand yourself going through life is to open yourself up to as many opportunities as you can. And when I started in business, I, I, I very quickly learned that you know, I had an idea of doing something and I was doing it and it was not working at all. Uh, and it took me a little while to work out this is not working. And instead of as such giving up, I, I just sort of murfed over and kept playing with it and moving around and just trying it in different ways until it actually worked and um, until I got into the groove. And then I thought, well, that's, that's the way it is with everything. So I figured out that all the different components of your business uh, your market, yourself, your following, uh, the, the marketing parts of it, even how you uh, engage your staff, your services, 
all those things are open for experimentation all the time. If you keep experimenting and changing things, you will change with this ever-evolving world and you will stay with stay on track and you'll continue growing. Mike, you have a really interesting story as an entrepreneur. You started Mini Movers with only $20 in your pocket and you made it such a successful business. But I know it always hasn't been easy for you. Could you walk us through your worst entrepreneurial moment, There's something that really shaped you as a person? Yeah, I... Uh... Uh, it's always embarrassing to talk about the, the big things that didn't work. Uh, there's lots of little things that that is not failures. The things that you try that didn't work. But I uh, I tried to corporatize the comp- my mini my moving company my mini movers company. I tried to corporatize it in 2007, 8, and 9, and um, I brought in a non-exec board, a non-exec chairman. Um, um, we appointed a, U, a CEO, a high-end CEO and a high-end CFO and, and did all that sort of stuff. And I just took a position, although I held 100% of the shares, I took a position on the board as just a, a director. And I was thinking that this smart model with all these smart people would help drive and grow the business going forward. Uh, well, it was just an absolute failure. Uh, it was, uh, in hindsight, um, uh, it was too many outsiders coming in uh, to a business at the, at the same time. Uh, it was too big a change inside the business. The business wasn't able to, to handle it. And it was just a complete failure. And uh, I ended up a few years later uh, having to come back in and take over the reins and put it back into the way it was. There are so many lessons in this story. What is one thing you want people to take away? Uh, I think never, ever give up. Continue on. Keep trying things. And I think we're living in a world now where, where change is extremely rapid and you have to change your business and, and all of our businesses need to change. So don't be scared of change, adopt it and go with it. Just just stay with the processes. And if it doesn't work, stop doing it and go and find something that does work. Mike, you said to never, ever give up. Uh, I think it's a, such a great piece of advice in theory, but let's get really honest and specific with our audience. Um, let's say there's one person who has this business and they're not seeing the results they're looking for. How do they know that they shouldn't give up on their idea or project? Uh, seriously, I believe it's just gut feeling. Uh, it's gut feeling. You just come to a stage where you decide, you know what, this is not working. And... Um, I, uh, if it's bringing in money and it's just barely making do, I would have a tendency to hang in there a little bit more, but start trying to find something else to replace it with. I, I don't stop doing things completely. Uh, I just find things to replace it and change to those things. I, I think um, if you're in a business right now and you're struggling, and a lot of people are, I think you need to change. I really do believe you need to change. So I think you've got to just, it's gut feeling. Honestly, it's gut feeling. There's no rules around it at all. But you need to sit back and try and do a, an analysis. Uh, get a mentor. Lots of, uh, I have two or three um, very, very uh, long-term mentors in place. I don't pay them formally, uh, apart from a good bottle of red wine occasionally. Um, the, they're experienced business people that have done it before. One of them is a bankrupt, actually, which is very, very helpful to me. And I just bounce ideas off them. And they, I find they're the ones that sort of make me see that it's not really working or make me see that I've got it slightly wrong and help me give that sort of that third eye uh, look at your business. So, Mike, uh, mentors play such an important part of your life. Uh, how often do you meet with them and what are those interactions like? Um one of the guys has been very, very um, uh, regular, um, monthly, 
and we normally spend three or four hours together every month if we can. Nowadays, it's done a bit online with Skype because we're in different countries right at the moment, but um, uh, monthly is a reflection. Um, and it's just a general chat. There's no formality around how we do it. Um, there's no notes or anything else. It's just, and I am very, very open. I expose myself. I expose the, the things that are very worrying me, the uh, things that are, you know, every, every business person has, has what has legal, the illegal, the, the, the things that keep them awake at night and things that they, they think are working really well. Um, I think you need to, to expose those to other business people and have them give their thoughts on it. So uh, monthly, generally speaking, and there's another guys probably every three or four months. Uh, we don't get together that often, but we do see it as a purely mentoring role, and we very we, we, we acknowledge that. So, Mike, how big of a role have mentors played in your success as an entrepreneur? Oh, you're the sum total of your... You are today the sum total of everything you've done in life. Um, expect those things that have worked and those things that haven't worked. So everything's added up. But mentors have uh, one particular mentor um, who has passed away now, uh, sadly, uh, made a huge, huge difference to me and pretty well got me to where I am today, I suppose. He was the guy that, that made me wake up to the fact that the secondhand shops, oh, my, my, my buying and selling business, wasn't, uh, was a slavery. And, and made me thinking that there was something else I needed to do there. And he was the one that sort of gave me the idea that the moving business was was the, was the one to get into, the one that had the most potential for growth. And so he's made a huge difference. Without him, I wouldn't be where I am today for sure. So let's go to the other end of the spectrum from the worst entrepreneurial moment. And Mike, what is something that is really working for your business right now? Uh, outs- offshoring. Um, We've moved the, the back end of my moving business uh, to the Philippines. Um, wages here average about $100 a week. Um, uh, they're smart, they're well-educated, um, and they're very, very trainable. So I've managed to, to move the, the back end processes to here. I think uh, globalization is where we're all at now. I think we all have to globalize and we have to be able to see that we can sell things anywhere in the world in minutes. We can buy things anywhere in the world in minutes and now we can employ services or people anywhere in the world in minutes and we need to understand all that. Uh, my choice has been the Philippines um, uh, for a whole lot of reasons, mainly because it's English and English based. It's an American education system. It used to be a colony of the USA for about uh, 40 to 80 years, depending on how you measure it. Um, so that's what's been working really well for me in recent years. Absolutely. I know that there's not a definitive answer to the next question, but when should a small business look into their first hire? I think you should do it from the very start. You can't just sort of evolve. You can't build your test technology in one space and then it's difficult. To, it's, it, is, it is possible, but it's more difficult to transfer it to another. Nowadays, if I start a new business, uh, I would put the administration immediately into the Philippines and then slowly probably grow in the sales and stuff. The marketing stuff, of course, naturally in the Philippines. My, uh, my Philip, I have an SEO architect in the Philippines who's absolutely brilliant. Uh, she lectures in SEO. She's right on the leading edge. She's driving a, a big component of the business here with the team around her. All those things, if you can do that from the start, that's the way to go. Mike? I want to come to present day. Uh, what are your thoughts on daily rituals and daily habits? Ah, oh, uh, I roll out of bed and go down and check my emails. Uh, uh, then I go off and have a swim and have breakfast. I suppose I don't work a, 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 I don't work 
a normal full-time hours like anybody else anymore. I travel extensively now. I've just had a couple of weeks in Japan and a week before that in Singapore and move around a fair bit. Um, uh, my bigger businesses are simply daily uh, are daily reports to me. They, I get a, uh, a, a desktop report that comes in uh, with some, some metrics on it. Once uh, every one, once every two or three weeks, I may flick an email onto the general manager and ask what this is or that is. I do get a feed of uh, complaints uh, from every business um, and compliments, uh, which is a lot more compliments and complaints, uh, thank goodness, but I get all that fed into me as well. A very quick scan of that probably takes 10 minutes, 15 minutes top at the most, um, and then it's usually on to writing something else. Right at the moment, I'm running a tour business in the Philippines where I teach Westerners how to how to do business here um, and that's taking up that uh, takes up more of my actual time than anything else as always writing new things coming up with new places to visit and adding new new aspects into that uh, that business it keeps me uh, quite busy so let's say you had to pick one or two habits that really contribute to your success uh, what are they Mike I um, I scan a whole lot of blogs um, at least once a day, I like to spend half an hour to an hour just going through uh, blogs um, such as TechCrunch or, or that type of thing uh, and just looking at what's happening, um, smelling things, um, chasing down the marketing gurus that, uh, that want to do the rah-rah-rah marketing stuff, looking at what they're doing and see if there's any twists in there. Uh, I like to really, really try and stay right on the leading edge of what's happening. Um, and I do that through through uh, a, a series of blogs um, and try and keep away from the ones that are biased in their view, uh, which is probably a bit hard, but if they're ultimately selling something, I keep away from them. How about books, Mike? No, I'm not a big book reader. Uh, I probably read two or three books a year, if that. Um, then usually several people have got to mention it for me to read it. Um, not a big book reader. I do belong to roundtable groups. I'm a member of EO, Entrepreneurs' Organisation, and um, I believe you learn more from other business people than you do from, from any of the other sources. So EO is my main feed, and that's a very worldwide organisation. Um, I attend as much as I can worldwide of those things and mix with the EO group a lot. So that's probably where I learn most of my leading edge stuff and the stuff that I read. So, Mike, you have so many things happening in your life right now. You're on many businesses. You travel a lot. What is one thing you're most excited about today? I'm excited about today. Uh, I'm uh, going to, to re-cut the marketing uh, for my tour business. And uh, at the moment, I'm halfway through a... A matrix. I use a matrix usually of, of everything, all the different components, and I lay it all out. And I use PowerPoint to do it because I can control it. Uh, today I'm going to spend a lot of time in there, and I've come up with a couple of bright ideas. Um, when I woke up this morning, I'm going to get involved and in, in try and put those into the matrix. And then tomorrow I've got a, a bit of a, a meeting about it all with my people, and we'll sit down and try and replot some of that. I love that. I'm going to wrap up today's talk. Uh, with the topic happiness. Uh, Mike, what brings you joy and really makes you happy? Helping people. Um, look, I'm about, my give back now is to try and create more entrepreneurs. I believe we can create entrepreneurs, by the way. I don't believe they're born. Um, I believe you can create them. I didn't become an entrepreneur when I was 34, and that's when I worked out that it is very easy to actually start 
a business from nothing and grow it to a huge substantial profit. That's actually quite easy to do, a lot easier than people make it out to be. So my give back is the thing. What makes me happy today is is seeing that a lot of the people I mentor, and I'm mentoring hundreds of people at the moment, seeing the ones that are just growing through and, and, and bursting in their business um, and seeing the success it does and the success of all the employment and all the opportunities that ultimately creates for other people. Mike, uh, you've been so generous with your time. Let's end today's show with a parting piece of guidance from you and the best way to connect with you. Um, ten, ten words with two letters. If it is to be, it is up to me. Guys, you just got to go out and do it. Nothing's stopping you. If it is to be, it is up to me. I love that. Uh, what's the best way to connect with you as well, Mike? Um, look, uh, Mike, um, ohagan.com.au, O-H-A-G-A-N.com.au uh, is a website, and as you can message me through that easily. So just go into my personal website, ohagan.com.au, and message me through there. No problems at all. Once again, thank you, Mike, for coming in and sharing your journey with us. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Decoded. For killer resources and free content, go to entrepreneurdecoded.com.